This is a Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose, where we bridge the gap between revival and spiritual maturity. I'm Tori Slaughter, your host and Bible study teacher. Let's dive into today's topic, the beauty of a contrite heart. We are reflecting on Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verses 1 through 10. Turn with me now in the scriptures to Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Beginning at verse 1, a good name is better than precious ointment, and the day of death than the day of one's birth. Better to go to the house of mourning than to the house of feasting, for that is the end of all men, and the living will take it to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for by a sad countenance the heart is made better. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. For like the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. Surely oppression destroys a wise man's reason, and a bribe debases the heart. The end of a thing is better than its beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Do not hasten in your spirit to be angry, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. Do not say, Why were the former days better than these? For you do not inquire wisely concerning this. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verses 1 through 10. Welcome to Bible study titled, The Beauty of a Contrite Heart. Dear brothers and sisters, I am so moved by this passage in Ecclesiastes 7 because we often overshadow it by its more famous counterparts. You know, a time to, and a time to, a time to. Hmm. But let's take this verse by verse because I do believe that in our soul, we are seeking to live a life of purpose, wisdom, and godly perspective. And that is exactly what King Solomon provides for us. Verse 1, a good name is better than fine perfume, and the day of death better than the day of birth. So King Solomon, the wise author of Ecclesiastes, invites us to ponder the significance of a good name over worldly adornments. While we celebrate birthdays and beginnings, the day of one's passing holds the true measure of a life well lived, right? This prompts us to reflect on the legacy we are leaving behind. Dear brothers and sisters, what reputation do we carry and how are we impacting those around us? Verse 2, it is better to go to a house of mourning than to a house of feasting, for death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. This verse challenges our avoidance of life's harsh realities. Now, while celebrations and feastings are moments of joy, they often distract us from contemplating life's brevity. Solomon encourages us to embrace the lessons found in mourning and reflect on our own mortality. It is in these moments of vulnerability that we gain insight into the deeper aspects of life. Verse 3, Frustration is better than laughter because a sad face is good for the heart. Really? Hmm. Well, Solomon reminds us that in the face of frustration and challenges, 
our hearts can be refined. Laughter and merriment have their place, but it is often in times of difficulty that we grow, mature, and become resilient. Think about that. A contrite heart shaped by life's trials is a heart that can better appreciate the joy that follows. Verse 4, the heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of pleasure. Here, King Solomon draws a very sharp contrast between the wise and the foolish. The wise recognize the value of introspection and contemplation, even in times of sorrow. Fools, on the other hand, seek only pleasure and fleeting enjoyment, missing out on the deeper truths of life. Verse 5. It's better to heed a rebuke from a wise person than to listen to the song of fools. Wisdom is often found in correction and reproof. We are called to embrace the counsel of the wise, even when it challenges us, rather than being seduced by the empty melodies of folly. And verse 10. Do not say, why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise to ask such questions. King Solomon concludes this passage by cautioning us against nostalgia for the past. He encourages us to focus on the present and the future because for dwelling on the past can hinder our progress and it can also bring about pride. Each day holds its own opportunities for growth and blessings. Amen? So, dear brothers and sisters, Ecclesiastes 7, verses 1 through 10, reminds us of the beauty found in humility, reflection, and the pursuit of godly wisdom. Let us seek to develop good names, embrace life's lessons, and find growth in adversity. We can heed wise counsel and live in the present moment. Hmm, that present moment awareness. In doing so, we cultivate hearts that align with God's eternal purposes and bring glory to his name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Before we hear today's devotional from our contributing writer, Christina Price, and shift gears a bit to 2 Corinthians, I would like for you to hear a special announcement. Hey there, Purpose Enthusiasts, this is Tori, and we are here to bridge the gap between revival and spiritual maturity. It is a privilege to manage this daily ministry. And God said, I didn't have to do it alone. I am joined by Melinda Douglas, Robin Lambert, Lisa Gantz, Christina Price, Irvine St. Belouse, Diana L.W. Coleman, Sheila Arrington, Lindsay Capron, Kendra Dublin, Detria Moore, Tammy Michael O. Stephanie Bright. Reason H. Chandler. Joshua Slaughter. Megan Martin. Roderick Slaughter. Tiffany Langston. Follow us as we follow Jesus and be renewed each day as you listen to the Bible teachings and devotionals that align with the Bible in a year plan. We are your go-to podcast and YouTube source for daily inspiration, insight, and encouragement. Don't miss the opportunity to elevate your journey and tell a friend they can come along with you. Now, let's transition back into a daily purpose. Guiding Scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 8 and 9. 
I am not sorry that I sent that severe letter to you, though I was sorry at first, for I know it was painful to you for a little while. Now I am glad I sent it, not because it hurt you, but because the pain caused you to repent and change your ways. It was the kind of sorrow God wants his people to have, so you were not harmed by us in any way. The Ouch Moments by Contributing Devotional Writer, Christina Price. As a Christian, I've committed to being a lifelong learner, and that heart posture means there will be mistakes, or what I like to call the ouch moments. It's the moments where your perspective and pride clouds your vision within a situation and you're called out. Typically by someone you value and trust, you then see where you went wrong in your thinking and actions and receive the rebuke. Ouch. It reminds me of an experience I shared in my book, Saved by Choice. I remember one specific instance at the end of a meeting when our leader asked if there was anything we wanted to add to the prayer list. So we would take the final moments to pray for each other. At this time, I had tons of things that I needed prayer for. My anxiety was at an all-time high. However, even though I was inwardly screaming, I remained awkwardly cool and replied, nope, with a simple smile. Now, I know our leader knew I was full of it, but for some reason, she just smiled back and said, okay. Fortunately, God knew exactly who I am and that sometimes I need someone to push me to move. He sat me next to a woman who wouldn't let me get off that easy. The next time we saw each other, she blatantly said, God told me to tell you to stop being prideful and to share. I sat there with an incredulous look on my face, but I knew I had been called out. She helped me understand that by not sharing my struggles and wanting to handle everything alone, I displayed pride in myself and tried to act without God. I received the rebuke immediately and released everything I was holding on to at that moment. From then on, I made sure to add my prayer requests to the list. Whatever your last ouch moment was, or even the moments to come, remain encouraged. Accepting rebukes does not display weakness, but shows our daily commitment to progress in Christ. Please join me in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for your unconditional love. As I submit my ways to you, thank you for your patience and the space you give me to grow. Lord Jesus, I repent from the ways that are not like you. I receive your forgiveness and pray for continued daily strength. In your name I pray, amen. The Ouch Moments by Contributing Devotional Writer, Christina Price Lord, we thank you for this time and these moments, and we are so grateful that A Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional offers you the perfect chance to initiate a conversation about God's Word. We are deeply grateful to you for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. We thank our many sponsors and our Patreons whose donations help us to provide this valuable content. 
If you feel led to contribute financially and become part of the Our Given Purpose ministry, please visit OurGivenPurpose.com. Your contribution will help us spread God's message and connect with people all over the world. Remember, you have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil and the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, he will complete. Have faith and be bold. You've just heard a daily purpose, Bible study, and devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose. Go ahead and share it with a friend right now.